Are we live now? Is it really live now? Is it really the Servants Church Kids Sunday? Welcome to you guys in person. Welcome to everyone online. We're so glad that you could join us today. So here's what we want to decide. If you can stand up really quick, could you stand up with us really quick? Okay. So, so we all know next week is Easter Sunday, right? The day that we celebrate Jesus' resurrection. But we know also that we can celebrate that every day, don't we? Okay? So I want to know how excited you guys are about the fact that Jesus is risen from the dead. If you're excited, I want you to stomp your feet and clap your hands at the same time. Ready? One, two, three. Well done. That's, that's pretty excited. That's pretty excited. Whoa, that's pretty good feedback, too. So here, here's what we're going to do. Sammy and Abby are going to come up and uh, teach us and tell us some things. Well, good morning, everybody. Okay, so we've got a fun Bible story to tell you this morning. But before we start, Abby and Sammy need your help. Can you help us with something? Yeah? Okay. So we have been doing lots of cleaning in our house and lots of organizing with some bits and bobs and some things, but we got confused, didn't we, Sammy? Mm, quite confused. We don't know what items we should use for some things. So can you help us? Do you think you can help us decide? Yeah? Okay. So I'm going to hold up an item, and Sammy is going to hold up an item, and I'm going to tell you what we need to do. And for the item that you think is good and is better to use, you can go, yay, and clap and cheer. And for the item you think is bad and we shouldn't use, you can say, boo, and do thumbs down. You can do angry faces. So can you all practice going, yay, clapping, woo! And now can you practice our... I think that was pretty good. Do you think they've got it, Sammy? I think that was pretty good. I think they've got it too. So first of all, if I was hungry, would it be better for me to use and have a banana? Or would my empty juice carton be better? Do you think the banana's better? <laughs> Okay, what about my juice carton? Oh, that makes sense. Okay, so I'll put my juice carton in the rubbish bin. I'll keep the banana. We'll keep the banana. Okay, next, if I need to get dressed in the morning, would it be better if I use this clean top, this nice clean top, or oh, this dirty sock? It smells so bad. I think it's Sammy's sock. It, it probably is, yeah. <laughs> So, would the top be better? Okay, or, or this really smelly sock. Yeah, I don't think this is a good idea either. It smells really, really bad. He's got stinky feet. <laughs> and lastly, if I want to play some sport, you know, like running or with balls or basketball or something like that, would it be better for me to use this basketball that does need pumping up, but still a basketball, or this empty egg carton. Would it be the basketball? Okay, what about my egg carton? Really? Are you sure? The egg carton? No? Okay, I guess we'll throw this one away too. 
Well, thanks, guys. That was really helpful. And now I've got a bag of rubbish that I'm going to need to throw away later. So I'll just keep that there. And later on, maybe we'll chuck it away. So, Sammy, do you want to, want to tell us our Bible story now? Okay. So today we're going to look at a book in the Bible called Hebrews. Turn to the person next to you and just say, Hebrews. Can you say Hebrews? Hebrews. Okay. Um, Hebrews was written a long time ago to the Jewish people um, who followed Jesus. They were God's chosen people, um, and they used to follow the Old Testament. Does anyone know where the Old Testament is? Can you have a think? Where is the Old Testament? Hmm. The Old Testament is the first bit of the Bible, and that's where the Jewish people used to follow. So there were Jews that now followed Jesus. They found it very hard. Mm. Think of something hard. Make a hard face. Oh. That's hard. Something difficult. Difficult. Mm. Um, so God, through the Holy Spirit, inspired someone to write a letter. And this is how we have the book of Hebrews. So turn to the person next to you and say, Hebrews. Hebrews. Okay. Um, in Hebrews, it talks about a few kinds of people from the Old Testament, and we're going to look and see how Jesus is better than each of these people. So I'm going to need your help every time we talk about these people. When um, uh, we get to when I say Jesus is, I need you all to cheer and say better. Give me a good thumbs up. So if I say Jesus is, we're going to say better. better. Thumbs up. Great. Wonderful. Um, so the first type of people that we're going to talk about that they mention in the book of Hebrews are called prophets. Turn to the person next to you and say prophet. 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 So um, prophets used to speak to the people of God. Now, I'm going to need a little bit of acting skill here. So if you want to stand up or if you want to turn to the person next to you, I want you to pretend as though you're speaking to the person next to you. So I can make a start. Speaking. So prophets would speak to the people of God, okay? Um, they'd tell people what God was saying. They'd tell them if they were doing something wrong, and they'd say, turn to God. Um, but they were just people like you and me. So you know what? Jesus is... Better. Jesus is the better prophet. He only speaks the truth. Um, and he is the person that all the prophets before him were pointing to and saying that he is better. So that is prophets. Turn to everyone else. Turn to the person next to you and just say prophet again. Prophet. And prophet. prophets used to speak. Give me your best speaking impression. That's pretty good. I see some good acting around there. Okay. So the next person that we're going to speak about are priests. Turn to the person next to you and say priests. 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 Okay. So priests would help people to get to God. They'd help people in their relationship with God. Um, show you. So we're going to do a little bit more acting. Do you think you can act helping someone? I, I, that, that's probably as much as we've got, to be honest. <laughs> helping someone. So... Um, Priests, they, I mean, things were very different in the Old Testament. Priests helped people in their relationship with God. If you did something wrong, you'd go to the priest. Um, you'd have to maybe even give a gift or maybe even do something like kill an animal, and that would help in your relationship with God. But you know what? Jesus is better. better. Jesus is a better priest. He's both God and man, and he understands all of our struggles. He helps us to overcome them too. He's also died for us on the cross. We don't have to go after things like animals anymore or giving gifts because he's already done that all for us. And he loves us and forgives us when we come to him and want to follow him and say we're sorry. So um, 
Everyone say priest to the person next to you again. Priest. Priest. Now, show, now priest you is to help people. Um, show you, let's read act that once more. Help someone. Help someone next to you. There we go. <laughs> okay, so that was priests. And the very last kind of people that we're going to talk about are kings. Everyone turn to the person next to you and say kings. 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 Okay. Now show me your most kingly pose. Okay. Yeah, there's some pretty good poses around there. Yep. Oh, I see a little queen's wave there. That was good. I like that. Um, okay. So kings in the Bible ruled over people. Some were really good and some were really bad. Um, they helped people to look to God, but none of them were perfect. They mm -hmm. all did something wrong. So Jesus is... Better. Jesus is a perfect king. He gives us commands and rules that can seem hard at times, but always help us to make us more like him. When uh, we say Jesus is our king and follow him, he brings us into his family. So everyone say Jesus is... Better. Jesus is... Better. Jesus is... Better. Great. Good job, everyone. Now, I think we understand now Jesus is better, isn't he? Yeah? So, we've learned about why Jesus was better for all the people in the Bible. So, does that make Jesus better for us, do you think? Do a thumbs up or thumbs down. Does that make... Yeah. But why is Jesus better for us? Hmm. Well, do you remember at the beginning when you helped us sort out all of our things? We ended up with this bag of rubbish, didn't we? This bag of things that Abby was probably just going to throw away. Well, in our lives, sometimes we can have lots of rubbish too. Not just things that are rubbish, but things inside of us that aren't very good. Things that are called sin. Can we say sin? Sin. Can you raise your hand if you think you know what sin is? Yeah. Maybe you can tell your mummies and daddies if you think you know what sin is. Just take a minute, and you guys at home can do that too. Good job. So now we've talked a little bit about what sin is. How do we get rid of it? Well, sin can be lots of things. Sin can be like really, really, really bad things. Like we hear about people going to prison for very bad things. And we think that's not a good thing, yeah? But sometimes we do things that are wrong. Sometimes maybe we don't listen to our mummies and daddies. Mm-hmm. Or maybe sometimes you don't share your toys with your brother and sister, and you can be mean to them. Maybe you shout at people and you get really angry. And even adults, we all do things wrong, and you can, I'm sure you can all know the things that you do wrong as well that we don't all need to talk about right now. <laughs> but everyone does things wrong. Every single person in this room has something called sin. We're all sinners. So how do we help our sin? How do we make it go away? Do we have to go to the priest, like in the Old Testament, go to a person and say, make my sin go away? Do I tell Sammy to make my sin go away? Who do we ask to make our sin go away? Jesus. Jesus helps our sin go away. Jesus is better because Jesus helps us to be better. He can help us with all the bad things in our life, all the sins that we've committed and all the things we've done wrong, and he makes us new. Now, I've got this bag of rubbish. Let's pretend this bag of rubbish is Abby. This is me, okay? Say hi to Abby. I'm a bag of rubbish. <laughs> Woo! But Jesus, when he sees me, he takes me as 
my sin and all my rubbish things that I do and things that aren't very good. And what do you think he does? <gasps> he makes me into something new. So like Abby took all this cardboard and leftover envelopes and stuff from her recycling bin and she made it into a new thing. I made it into a crown, something that's fun and I think I'm gonna wear every single day. <laughs> Jesus takes us, he takes our sin, he takes the bad things that we do, and he makes us better. He helps us when we get angry. Can you show me your angry faces? Yeah, there's some angry faces out there. You all know how to be angry. But then he helps us to love and be happy and show kindness. Can you show me a happy, kind face? Nice smile, maybe blow a kiss. They're good things. Jesus helps us to do that. Now, Jesus doesn't, all, doesn't make us better and all the bad things go away, but Jesus helps us every single day to be more like him and to be better. So we can pray, we can say, Jesus, come into my heart and know me, and you can have a relationship with him. And then every day we can pray and say, God, help me to be more like you. Help me to be more like Jesus. So shall we do that now before we carry on with our service? Shall we pray now and ask Jesus to help us to be better? Yeah? Okay. Should we pray then? Dear Lord Jesus, I just pray, God, that you would help all of us right now, Lord, in this room to be better. We pray you'd make us more like you, Jesus, to do things for you, Lord, that are good, to love others so that they can know you and know how you love them. Help us to be better, God. Help us with our sin. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Good job, guys. That was really good listening. Well done. Kids, I, I still need your help because right now I'm going to take a couple minutes to talk to your parents. So can you help me? Can you lean over to your parents and say, Mom, Dad, pay attention? Can you do that now? Just kind of lean over and say, make sure they pay attention. Okay, it's very important. Yes? If you did happen to bring a Bible or you have a Bible on an electronic device, we're going to look at just a few verses in a really short amount of time. Hebrews... Of course, chapter 3, verses 12 to 15. If you don't, it's okay. I'm going to read the verses to you. Here, here's what the author of Hebrews writes. In, in this whole idea of Jesus is better, he wants us to see, here's how we respond. Here's how we should respond to Jesus being better. He, he writes, Take care, brothers, lest there be in any of you an evil, unbelieving heart, leading you to fall away from the living God, but exhort one another every day, as long as it is called today, that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. For we have come to share in Christ, if indeed we hold our original confidence firm to the end, as it is said, today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. So we've learned today so far that Jesus is better. But so what? What does that mean? So, okay, I like that idea. Jesus is better. But so how does that change our lives? Why does that matter? How should we respond? And so I want to give you three things from, this, from these verses about how we should respond to the truth that Jesus is better. The first thing is, because Jesus is better, we should guard our hearts. The, 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 the author says here that we need to take care, lest there be in us an evil heart of unbelief. Now, if we talk about unbelief or not believing, it doesn't sound that evil. It just sounds like something we just don't do or you just don't think about. 
And most people that we know, in fact, if you're even watching this today at home and you don't yet believe in Jesus, you're just kind of curious about Jesus, you might think, why is that evil? I'm not trying to do something bad. But the reason the author of Hebrews says it's evil and we have to guard our hearts against unbelief, there's two reasons. One, if you're already a Christian, you need to know, listen, you need to know, it's still going to be hard to trust Jesus. Not because Jesus isn't trustworthy, but because we have something with our hearts that make us, make it, where we struggle to, to believe. In fact, one of the things that we need to understand is that our hearts often depart or leave away from God. They walk away from God, our hearts do, before our actions show it. This is why sometimes we can come to church and still do the right things, or we can make sure we watch the video, uh, you know, the, the videos online dutifully, and we can do the right things, but our hearts are wandering from God. They're departing from God. We're, we're stopping, to, stopping our faith. We're not believing as we should. And so we really need to guard our hearts against this. Now, at the very end of this section, we see where, where the author quotes this, this psalm. He's actually quoting Psalm 95 when he says, Today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. And what he's talking about there, you can read the whole context of Hebrews chapter 3 because the author's kind of explaining all of Psalm 95. So I'd really encourage you parents especially, read Psalm 95 maybe when you go home today. Read the rest of uh, Hebrews chapter 3 today. But what you'll see is what, what the author is doing is he's talking about, the psalmist is talking about, the time when the Israelites were slaves in Egypt and then God delivered them out of Egypt and they wandered the desert. God was taking them out of Egypt to the promised land in this deliverance. But the trip was difficult. It was really hard for them. And they began to complain. They began to think, this is hard. Yeah, they, they knew that God had supernaturally delivered them from slavery in Egypt. They knew that they, what it was like to be slaves. They had been slaves for 400 years, so they were slaves. Their grandparents were slaves. Their great-great-great-great-great-grandparents were slaves. And they wanted no more slavery. So they were glad for that. But the trip down the, through the desert was tough. And they began to think, I, I don't know if I'm going to do this anymore. They began to complain against God and think it, was, it would be better if we went back to Egypt. This is what the psalmist is calling, what the author of Hebrews is quoting as rebellion. It's when we, we know that, okay, it is good that Jesus delivered us or that God has delivered us from our slavery, but I kind of want to go back. And again, this happens in our hearts long before it shows in our actions. And it's interesting, too, because right now we live in a time, don't we, where things are kind of tough. I don't know about you, but I am, I am looking forward to lockdown being over. It's been really, really hard. And sometimes when things are really tough, we begin to think, is it worth following Jesus? Can I actually trust him? But you know that the Bible teaches it's not just when it's tough that it's hard to follow Jesus. It's hard to keep trusting God. It's also when things are really good. Listen to this. In the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 6, this is what God says to his people. It says, And when the Lord God brings you into the land that he swore to your fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give you with great and good cities that you did not build, and houses full of good things that you did not fill, and cisterns that you did not, uh, did not dig, and vineyards and olive trees that you did not plant, and when you eat and are full, then take care lest you forget the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. See, one of the reasons we need to guard our hearts is because when things are really good, our hearts go, I don't know if I want to trust in Jesus. 
And when things are really bad, we go, I don't know if I want to trust in Jesus. So the problem really isn't things being good or bad. It's our hearts. Our hearts can wander away from Jesus, which is why God warns us. He says, hey, take care, guard your heart. Why the author of Hebrews says this, make sure there's not this evil heart of unbelief. Instead, he says this, verse 13, he says, but exhort one another every day, as long as it's called today, that none of you, notice, may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. Now, he's not talking about the sin of deceit, like the sin of lying to somebody or, or, or being deceiving to somebody. That is sin. He's talking about not what kind, a certain type of sin, but what sin does. So listen, listen, when we choose to not obey our parents, when we choose to talk badly about our boss, when we choose to ignore our, our family and friends and don't love them, when we choose to, to be selfish and greedy, when we're doing that, it's not just that that sin itself is bad, but that sin does something bad to us. It actually hardens our heart. It hardens our heart. It's like this, this thing that, that we do that's bad, that actually makes things, everything worse, even our own hearts. And so the author of Hebrews says, here's what you should do instead. Here's, since Jesus is better, here's how you can respond. You should help one another daily. We need each other. Because every single one of us have hearts that can wander away from God, that can lead to actions and lives that can wander away from God, that can leave, lead to an eternity separated from God. Because all of us can be that way. We need to encourage each other to keep trusting Jesus, that Jesus is better. He's better than anyone else who rules, right? He's better than the kings. He's better than anybody else who tries to help us, right? He's better than the priests. Jesus is better than anybody else who tries to speak truth because he is the truth. He's better. And we need to encourage each other, exhort each other that direction every day. Every day is a battle. And every sin, listen, every sin, whether it's sins, the things that we do wrong or good things that we don't do, sins we do wrong are called sins of commission. Sins we don't do that we should, good things that we don't do that we should are called sins of omission. Either way, every sin deceives us into thinking maybe Jesus isn't better. But there's one more thing here, verse 14. In verse 14, he says, For we have come to share in Christ, if indeed we hold our confidence firm to the end. What's our confidence? Our confidence, as we've been learning today, that as you can learn through the whole book of Hebrews is, Jesus is? He's better. He's better. Jesus is better. You see, so, so because he's better, we need to keep our confidence in Jesus. This is a, a kind of a, a sobering warning here in Hebrews chapter 3. And there's another one in Hebrews chapter 2. There's another one in Hebrews chapter 6. And another one in Hebrews chapter 10. And they're very like, wow, we got to take, take Jesus seriously. And we do. But these things, listen, aren't meant for us to, to turn our eyes on ourselves like, I need to do better. Of course we can do better. They're meant to turn our eyes back to Jesus and remember that he is better, that we need to put our trust in him. Our confidence can't be in ourselves. It can't be in our kings or governments. It can't be even in our church. Our confidence has to be in Jesus because he is better. 
You see, here's what the Bible says. Here's what the book of Hebrews says about Jesus. It was kind of talked about a little bit today earlier in the video. This is in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15. It says, For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weakness, but one who was in every, who is in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. It's not just that Jesus rules and that Jesus is perfect and that Jesus died and that Jesus rose from the, 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 the dead and that Jesus is going to come back and that Jesus is the final judge. All those things are true. But guess what else? He understands our weakness. He's better than any authority that we would think that we should have in our lives. Even when we want to rule our own lives, Jesus is better. We should keep our confidence in him because he can sympathize with our weakness. But also, listen to this. Also in the book of Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 11. This is what, there's Hebrews chapter 11. is a, another great chapter you guys should maybe read this week. It talks about all these people who did believe that they could trust the God of the Bible. And here's what it says about Abraham, one of those who trusted the God of the Bible. It says, by faith, Abraham went to live in the land of promise. As in a foreign land, living in tents with Isaac and Jacob, heirs with him of the same promise, for he was looking forward, notice, to that city that has foundations, whose designer and builder is God. The reason Jesus is better, the reason we want to keep our confidence in him is because he's building a new city. You know what the Bible says about us? about us who put our faith in Jesus, the Bible says about us who put our faith in Jesus that we are new creations. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. We're new creations. And do you realize, listen, all the junk, as we destroy this planet, and, and as we cannot seem to stop sinning against each other and destroy one another, as we can't seem to govern ourselves, all the bad stuff that's in our life, guess what? All that's going to be renewed because of Jesus. And we know that because he rose from the dead and he ascended to heaven and he sent his spirit and he's making us new. So we keep our confidence in Jesus because he's better. So, so glad you guys could be with us today, uh, those of you in person and also uh, online. God bless you guys. Have a great Sunday. Can't wait to see you soon.